0: program to bring you a special report hello everyone welcome back to south of the a i'm here with alex catano from Catanation studios a local podcast just like ours and we are here in arte de luz if you can see the amazing art behind me here in university avenue and we finally got to talk how you doing alex
1: i'm doing good yeah this is a uh, very exciting i feel like every year like ever since i started the podcast i'm at least a guest somewhere
0: oh that's awesome that's i feel like the cool thing about podcast and having other people in podcasts is because podcasting in general, like not little, at least from my experience, they're not super familiar with it. So if you're promoting yourself in a different podcast, you know, the first step of, you know, listening to podcasts is already there. Right. You know, so I don't know. I always I always appreciated all the San Diego podcast because I used to think there wasn't any. And then when I started this one, I was like, oh, there's a lot. There's a lot here. So it's mm-hmm. pretty cool.
1: No, it's funny. I did, I did the same thing. I was like, I should start a podcast. And then later I find out there's like a whole bunch of <laughs> yeah. other crowds.
0: Yeah, but it's pretty cool, right? Like right. San Diego super diverse. I'm sure you have had that experience. And even though there's a lot of them, they're all pretty unique. So, no,
1: exactly. Yeah. And one of the things that makes uh, a certain podcast stand out is like, okay, this person's doing this, this person's doing that. Yeah. How do you stand out above all of them? Not that it's a competition, but right. it's like, how do you. Make yourself like your own voice. You-
0: and it really comes down to that because it's so easy or maybe should I say it's so hard not to copy something that you listen to. Right. Because I don't know from your experience, but one of the reasons I made I started the podcast was because I would listen to a lot of podcasts. And part of me was like, man, I could do this. Like I, if I really put my, you know, my head on it and my narcissism came out and I was like, I could I could do this, you know. And, and it was hard for me not to sound like other podcasts that I listen to. Because, well, that's what I listen to. That's what I'm inspired by. But so that f- kind of figure out your voice. It's quite a process. How long Did it take you a while? Because I know you said you're almost two years now. Yeah, a couple weeks now. So
1: yeah, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to hit two years. But like you mentioned, um, so originally it was a movie channel. Oh, whoa, okay. so it's going to be me and my friend Raymond. We were going to just go talk about movies and just like have fun with it, just talk movies. However, uh, two years ago was 2021, we were still in that pandemic era. Mm-hmm. So we had nothing to talk about, There's <laughs> no, nothing came out. No movies coming out, yeah. But then I worked at Cafina Cafe, which is a couple blocks from here. Um, I was working there and I always love hearing customer stories, sharing about what they do, how do they get involved with the community. And I'm like, people need to give these guys a story, like a platform where they can hear their story. And I was like, wait, I have a podcast. Let's let's just switch it up. Like, let's <laughs> nice. do that. And that's yeah. kind of how it kind of transpired into what uh, catanation Nation Studios is today. Like just talking to local people in the community. And it started here with just city heights. Mm-hmm. And then over time, you know, you see me at Barrio Logan and Lemon Grove, North Park. So, yeah. you know, Cata is now evolving. But the main focus has been a lot of our people in here in San Diego.
0: It's awesome. I feel like there is so many untold stories and that's again a lot of sim- another similarity I have because when I started um, the podcast I thought it was gonna be just myself kind of ranting about random things and then I I was like wow I'd be I'd love to hear about this coffee shop or about this brewery or about this bar or like a restaurant or a local artist insane like I just wanted to hear those stories and I got to meet so many cool people because I'd reach out and everybody was so incredibly welcoming I mean when I reached out to you I was nervous but you know you were like yeah man let's do it so I was like oh shit like I just gotta I just gotta do it right <laughs> you know So, and I figured that out through all of San Diego. Everybody's so friendly and it wants to talk about what they're passionate about. So I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And being able to give these people platforms, you know, and a lot of times those people have more more of a platform than I do. So I really appreciate them reaching out and uh, allowing me to interview them. But it is, it is fun. It is like really cool to hear these stories about local San Diegans, you know, people around us that you wouldn't expect to have all these crazy stories.
1: No, exactly. And even sometimes when they say yes, like, so most of my time, um, I do my interviews through Zoom. Yeah. Uh, that's how I start, that's how I do it. And honestly, my highlight is when uh, the Zoom pops up, it says admin so-and-so, and I was like, I am about to make history. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, yeah that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, again, and we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, but... So, you said you had a little bit of experience with, like, the audio side of all of this? So, the audience you yes.
1: So, I am a San Diego City College student, and I did a lot of stuff for uh, Radio Jazz 88.3, to be
0: exact. Oh, shout out 88.3. Yeah, I yeah.
1: know. Them. Uh-huh. So, I did a lot of uh, stuff on the side with them. Mm. Uh, of course, the pandemic kind of messed those plans up, uh, as anything would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Afterwards, I'm just like, I was so bummed that I didn't get to use any of this stuff for me. And then I was like, I'm tired of waiting. Let's just do my own thing. Right. And that's, you know, how I just decided to continue catenation.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. And again, it's funny because it's not just one thing that triggers something like this, like a project like this. I feel like it's a lot of things, right? Like it'll be like you mentioned that situation. But is there any other thing that kind of pushed you? Like, and you mentioned the caffeina experience. You've mentioned working in radio. Is there anything else, like, anything else that inspired you, maybe a different podcast or some kind of uh, art or something local, maybe?
1: Um, Like you, like I mentioned, I was tired of waiting for the <laughs> pandemic to stop, yeah. so I just decided to do it all on my own. Right. Um, of course, with the help of people. Yeah. Um, but then I realized that it was a lot harder to, you know, get a whole team together, and I yeah. still struggle, you know, with that, but... Um, In the process, I feel like I've gotten, like, a lot of uh, recognition for my work just because of how committed I am to the podcast because, in a way, no one's doing this um, in City Heights that I know of. Right, right. Um, And then no one's actually going above and beyond to, like, go and see, like, their guests. Like, example, um, Luz, uh, Luz Clayton, we met through Cafeina, and I wanted to get her on the show because she was uh, such a lovely person, but I got, I wanted to get to know her art more. So when I finally came in here, mm-hmm. I was just blown away with like the type of person she is. So I got to know people before I bring them into their show. Oh,
0: that's awesome! That's really cool. I feel like that definitely gives a different dynamic more of a friendly sort of dynamic to, to your interviews or to their interviews, right? Two yeah, talks. Would you say? Um, I don't, I just push people in <laughs> What's up, man? Like, <laughs> hope I don't suck. Hope you don't suck. Let's just make this happen. But I, I also like that perspective, at least for my end, because it, it's a little like, cool. Like we are getting to know each other. Like we hadn't met before. I've seen your stuff online. I've seen right. your videos and stuff like that, but it's hard to gauge someone from that, from content, you know? So I do like, kind of like, all right, here we are. Now here's a laptop and now here's a camera and like, let's just go. Because at least we are getting to know each other, and this is super genuine, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, I don't know. It, it's cool that you, you give yourself that time because it definitely, I'm sure it makes for really interesting conversations. You know, no. People that are local.
1: Exactly. And then, because uh, in the beginning, I actually did not used to do that. Yeah. So, I was, uh, luckily, I knew some of the people that were my earlier guests. I knew them personally from a long time really? ago. But then when I was introduced to someone completely new in my life, I was just kind of like, okay, how, how does this person vibe? Are they like, they like funny, they don't like funny, are they serious (laughs) all the time? And I had that issue in the beginning and in a way I still kind of do, but I kind of learned how to pay attention to these little things that, Uh you know, a lot of people do pay attention to.
0: Yeah. And I don't know for you, but sometimes especially if you don't know someone, there's sometimes a lull in the conversation and and when you're being recording is a little more obvious. Cause all you hear is like the feedback of the microphone or whatever. And it was just always super awkward for me, especially with someone that I didn't know how to feel that lull? Cause I could, like you said, I don't know if they're like funny or what they, how they're going to respond to something I'm going to say. But did that, was that something awkward for you? Like kind of just sitting in silence or, or did you always kind of, cause I do that. I cut people off or I'll, <laughs> I'll jump in to make sure that there's no
1: lull. But I don't know if you experienced that. Um, or that. I, there's times where like I, I let the person just go off and talk yeah. And then there's times where I'm like, oh, wait, what am I supposed to talk about next? (laughs) But no, I've gotten better at that part. I still, you know, and we are all, we're all learning through this experience. So we all need to learn with each other because I feel like that's the only way we're going to get better
0: at this. Oh, for sure. Doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, every time I feel like I haven't done it in a while or I feel like a little cold and like I got to shake it off. It's like, man, if I just did it more often, I wouldn't have this like anxiety or maybe I would have it, but not as much because. You know, practice makes perfect, and the more you do it. And there is times that I do a run of, like, four or five interviews within a month, which is rare. Rare rare for South of the (laughs) Ava. But whenever we do something like that, by the fourth or fifth one, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm going to keep going. Uh, But then, again, life gets in the way. and (laughs) Ten million excuses that aren't really excuses because I could find the time. But I'm working on it. (laughs) Here we are working on it. Uh, But, it's like you said, it's a learning process, and we're all kind of just working through it together. So that's really cool. Thank you. But uh, one of the things I wanted to mention too, you know, with a lot of the local stuff here, you mentioned you started kind of here at City Heights. Uh, there is so much to pull from from San Diego. I don't know if like, don't you think we're a little spoiled as far as like how many people we could bring in? because yeah. you're like, man, there's so much to choose from, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I don't know if you have you had someone that maybe you wanted to interview, or just is it kind of like how would you say you decide, or do you reach out? People reach out to you.
1: Well, I always reach out. Sometimes the best thing I do, I actually reach out to, like, five different people at once. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's me. And then from there, I just start, like, okay, first come, first serve. Whoever's
0: down, yeah. And
1: also, it's always important to pay attention to what they are saying. Mm -hmm. And I always ask, like, oh, what are some of your upcoming events that are happening in your life right now? And I pay attention, so... Let's keep it more relevant. Like, right. let's say someone has something in April, and then we're at the end of March. So, like, let's let's put that one at the end once we get closer to. Closer April.
0: to. Okay. Wow. That's a that's a good that's a good tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I I guess I understand what you mean. It definitely feels more like a strategizing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Do you like a lot of behind the scenes stuff? Because for uh, me, this is. I love this. Well, not even the camera. I don't like the camera. <laughs> I like the audio version of it. This is great for clips, but I like the audio, you know. Um, but it's the behind the scenes that kills me sometimes, you know, like the Instagram and the right, the editing, all that sort of stuff. I mean,
1: it is it is uh, hard work. It is fun. I learn how to have fun with it. Um, and then sometimes I also have fun with uh, my mistakes. Uh, actually, when I was on Skills Pay Bills, I brought this story up. But uh, I was uh, celebrating 50 podcasts that I was doing, right. and I brought two of my previous guests, uh, Mind Boost Podcast and me, San teen And uh, for some reason, my friend Gil, he had issues with his camera, and we were through <laughs> Zoom. So for like a good 10 minutes, he was upside down. We were just doing the interview, and then <laughs> we're like, yeah, we fixed it. <laughs> you would not know that if, you, if I didn't it say didn't it. If you didn't say it, yeah, that's mm-hmm. interesting.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny how things like that will happen and no one will notice. Like I I would I used to spend so much time trying to edit out my ums, yeah, huh my stupid laughs, but then I was like, why? No one. I, and then people would tell because I would tell them like, oh man, like that one sucked because it not it's not them, it's me because I said um too much. They're like, we didn't even we didn't even notice it, and it's like, oh okay, well then maybe I don't have to focus on that, you know. So it's a little things that we kill ourselves. I think. Yeah, because I
1: listen to myself, and I'm yeah. like, I say um too much.
0: <laughs> I hate my voice so much. For someone that hates their voice as much as I do, I don't know why I have a podcast. But uh, have, you, have you had any trouble with, like, your own voice, especially when you're – do you edit a whole lot of your stuff, or is you kind of just yeah. clip it and send it? Uh,
1: I'm going to be honest. Half of my uh, podcasts go through, like, an hour, almost two yeah. hours. Um, which which I,
0: is why I'm asking, because that's uh,
1: – Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. So I try to cut it down to 20 minutes. Right. Part of it is because if I'm going to be a consistent show where there's one every week, is anyone going to stick around for an right, hour?
0: Right. Yeah. The story um, of my life. No. Oh, exactly. sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry, sorry. sorry, guys. Well, I think is pretty popular. That's Unfortunately, we're sister. taking away some business. Right, is she? Yeah. Oh, she's probably who the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, she's going to get a pretty weird text later. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a live show, guys.
1: Um, and that's actually little things like that that I was it's kind of perfect timing because I was actually about to bring up like a lot of stuff that I do behind the scenes. Yeah. So whenever I don't have a guest and I just want to have fun, I do something called Cat Uncut. Right. And that's pretty much a lot of behind the scenes of previous episodes. Oh, cool. Just cool. to have fun and then like, oh, remember this person? Look what happened to this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Kind of the pull the curve or the current side of the backstage yeah it's interesting i try to do stuff like that but then i don't know if you you can see it but like our setup is a little well it's travel size you know what i mean (laughs) so a lot of it is super improvised and like things are hanging from like a pole and then we have like a table it's always kind of funky looking but which is why i love audio for me audio is like the best you know but we've learned that through like instagram people like visual you know but you know like for me this is this is great like the the audio for sure beats for me though uh the videos but anyway to what we're saying as far as um what we're saying backstage like behind the scenes. behind the scenes oh man i, I had a train of thought i got a little bit lost there um um dang what was i saying that <laughs> uh, sucks Okay well oh, Those will be clipped out But oh yeah Okay so I think It had to do with editing So with editing You mentioned so You had engagement Of about two hours Or sorry You had an interview Of about two hours And you Narrowed it down to 20, to 20 minutes Man that's rough I usually just clip Like oh have the interview and then if there's something like we just had, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then I'll clip that, you know, because it's very obvious. But if it's not, if I'll run through it, I'll just put the intro, the outro and call it a day, yeah. you know, because I'm like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take it.
1: Yeah. Some people do that. Uh, yeah. I've caught that some people do that. But like I said, um, it's just more of like the consistency and yeah. something that no one uh, has caught on to the, what I do. I pretty much write it like a TV show. Okay. Because one hand, you have like a serious talk about mental health. Right. Sometimes you'll have fun with another podcasters, make that like a comedy show. Right. Sometimes you want to talk about music. So when I bring in a musician, it's a different vibe. So every podcast that I do has a different vibe. They're not all the same.
0: Gotcha. Wow. So you don't wing it. Nah. toodles to you <laughs> because <laughs> winging it is kind of my whole thing in this in this entire interview and i don't mean it out of any disrespect you know what i mean it's just that i feel for me i i wish i could write stuff down because it, it does i have this conversation a lot with uh my co-host uh joey reyes shout out to Roy, joey reyes um we'll say like man it'd be great if we could just write some stuff down because sometimes we just rant mm-hmm. you know uh, so i just got to take some tips on that too but man i sometimes i'll sit there and i'm like what am I going to (laughs) ask? Like, great. I got the interview. Now, what am I going to ask? So I kind of run through a lot of the stuff in my head, but I I should start writing stuff down. I feel like, like you said, it gives it a different vibe to every episode. And I feel like that's, definitely appreciated. It. Uh-huh. Um, it's part of the art, right? I mean, whether it's scripted or improvised, it's
1: yeah. Actually, one of the biggest feedbacks I got uh, from my co-host, uh, shout out to you, Roxy. Hi, Roxy, how are you doing? Um, one of the biggest feedbacks that I've gotten is that I could be a little too robotic, I could be mm. kind of like, OK, just question, question, question. Right. And I'm not like connecting with the person and it gotcha. just feels very forced. But Um, In a way, it it both works and it doesn't work because at the same time, I don't never know what kind of um, guest uh, am am I getting. But when it's like a close friend of mine in the show, then I kind of feel like we already know our vibes. So we're not constantly like coming off like robotic. Right. Because there's a vibe, right? There's a
0: a theme. Yeah, I guess I could totally uh, I could totally see how that would happen. Because like I said, I used to I used to do I think I have one or two episodes by myself. And that stuff is definitely stuff I wrote down, or at least bullet points that I wrote down. And I felt that roboticism that you're talking about, where it's like, man, I'm, I'm saying it, but I'm not saying it. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm reading it. And it was before we ever did video, but I could see, I could hear myself reading the words. I don't know if that makes any sense. No. But like, <laughs> I am just, I know exactly what you're so saying. So that's one of the main reasons I stopped doing my um, my solo episodes, because I was like, man, I, it's a little harder for me to talk off the cuff when there's no one to reciprocate what I'm saying. Um, So I would write it down. But again, I felt that, you know, stiffness. So then I was like, I got to stop that. I just got to have bring bring people in. And now I'm lucky enough that uh, I'll reach out, whether it's Jessica here behind the scenes and she'll be on the podcast or reach out to Joey Reyes or we'll have an incredible uh, interview. Now I'm like, okay, I'm not. In this by myself you know like i can reach out to people and have some help so you know that having that sort of behind the scenes like group definitely helps because a lot of this is, is by yourself i mean you're just you and your computer editing right right so I don't know. Do you like that uh, side of things? Like kind mm-hmm. of being by yourself or more team based? or?
1: Um, it's a little bit harder now because actually I used to live here in City Heights. Right. Rent got prices, so I'm all the way up in San The
0: start of everybody's life in San Diego, man.
1: Yeah, so I, I moved, I, I live with my mom right now up in San Isidro. Right. So, Ooh, that's a drive. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, sometimes it could be like, I don't want to like wake anybody up, but I got to like record this <laughs> yeah. or I got to make sure no one's at the house. Whispering, making sure that. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's caught that in the most recent episodes, now you know why.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now you know why he's whispering, but <laughs> I totally get that. Cause I'll, I'll be editing something and like how we did in this interview, which by the way, doesn't happen very often to me, but, um, you'll record the same thing over and over. Does that happen to you? you kind of get the ball rolling or do, are you always kind of like just recording a bunch of clips? Cause I'll try to do like an intro. All in one breath. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like I'll just go, "Welcome back to Southie," and just kind of shoot through it. Or do you cut your stuff?
1: I cut stuff out because um, there's times where I have a question and the guest repeats something from a previous question. <laughs> yeah. So I just like, well, there's no point of keeping that part. Right, so redundant,
0: redundant. Yeah, yeah. But that again, that hearing the same, you yourself say the same thing when you're editing. Um, it's. I mean, what do you use? Because we're right now we're using GarageBand. Same. Yeah. So it's it's super accessible, but you are kind of limited to um, editing, right? Because it's you have to listen to it. Like there's. I mean, I know that other programs show you the waves or the words or whatever, but this one you literally have to listen to yourself say the word over and over, and it's like, does that make sense? Or I don't know. I I can get super weird with. Um, I criticize myself too much. Hey, shout out firefighters. Yeah. <laughs> um, the question is, when are they gonna pass? Yeah. Seriously. Oh, there you go. Oh, I really thought they were coming from the different way. Yeah, same. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a lot of the editing, again, it's just, it's a little bit of torture for me. And, again, when I'm doing it over and over, I don't even think about it. I'm just like clip, clip, here and there. But if I sit there and maybe I've had a long day and I'm like, man, is that really what I sound like? But yeah. I try to fix my voice by saying less ums and stuff like that. And then I just got, I got self-conscious with my own voice, so I just let it go now
1: some things that i do definitely catch um if someone's emotional if someone's like not feeling it or they're they need us sp- they need space just to like take a break from you know what they're saying i know to like cut that out and not even bring it up uh, right at right. all
0: that's very respectful i feel like that's one of the things i like to say when we start the podcast or at least like uh, before we start recording it's like yo this isn't like a gotcha moment for anything no like if there's anything you say, like oh shit i shouldn't have said that <laughs> no we'll clip it out you know like we'll get it out of here because i'm not trying to make any kind of weird conversations you know mm-hmm. and again like who's no one's trying to do a gotcha we're all just friends here we're trying to have a good conversation and i've had people even reach out to me days later like the edit's done i'm about to post and people are like hey remember that one thing i said can you take it off? And I'll be like, yeah, like it's not that hard. Like it sucks. No one's come out to me after I posted it, which is good. But before I'm like, feel free. Like, I mean, what, if you don't like it, like you're the only person that knows what they said and the repercussions. I'll never truly understand because I could be like, that's no big deal, but I don't know. You know, they, they're the only people that know. And if they don't feel comfortable saying something, then we'll take it out, you know, but no, I get what you mean. Sometimes it's just like a, editing is more necessary than it is um wanted but it happens uh, for stuff like that but so you mentioned you do a lot of stuff through zoom do you are you gonna start trying to i know you mentioned you did a couple stuff live or are you trying to uh, do a little more of that i did a
1: few in person it's just more of like finding a space for it yeah yeah that's totally the biggest lie. thing and then it, it, uh, like i'm not gonna lie i'm scared to ask it, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm really scared to ask. Like, oh, you think yeah. it's cool? We come and stuff.
0: But. Yeah, we I we now uh, define ourselves as a traveling podcast, and that usually that's what we say right after we ask if they want to be on to make it seem like, hey, like if you have a space by all means. Which, by the way, thanks for. Uh, providing the space and mm-hmm. having the resources because i was going to reach out to joey a mutual friend of ours and i was going to be like hey like can i record there you know it's just one of those things that it's like it's uh, that's also awkward because i love the guy and i know he would be down he's told me it's okay but i still feel nervous asking you exactly. know exactly because i'm like i don't want to invade your space like i really wish i had a little hub for it but we're just not there yeah. yet
1: i was nervous to ask uh loose if we could borrow this space mm-hmm. um and i feel like i could tell Luce anything, but. uh Big shout out to her because uh, yeah. she um, she's pretty much been a huge part of Captain Nation and uh, even before she was a guest, which is all the way back in season three when she appeared. Right. Um, she's done so much. She's even designed uh, this logo. Yeah, that no. You're
0: That's the main logo from your podcast. Then, yeah. Right? yeah, and she's
1: done all of this incredible artwork, and she's just been a true friend. And uh, you know, I just always feel like uh, without her, I wouldn't, you know. Be a better person.
0: That's awesome. And shout out to Luz. Got to meet her today. Uh, They run this place here, Arte Luz, on 42nd and University Avenue. Come say hi. There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, We started looking at all the stickers and stuff, too, because we we love stickers. One of us posts them everywhere, and one of them can't post them anywhere. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) we we love buying them and collecting them. So it's really cool. There's a lot of cool stuff. And it's also really cool to see spots like this because you're like, yeah, you walk in. You feel comfortable. You know, you're like, oh, cool, art, you know. And we just recently came from a museum the um, well i don't know i guess they call it they said they weren't a museum but the brain observatory you know and it's a cool experience it's like a different take to museum but then they really question the idea of what is a museum right and it's it sucks sometimes that art is so confined to this like highbrow thing of like don't touch anything like it's just not very interactive it just kind of feels weird and at least from my experience, sometimes museums can be a little intimidating. Right. But you walk into a place like this and this is, is art, you know, I mean, you're looking at local art and it's it's more inviting, I guess is what I'm trying to say, than, than your typical rigid. So places like this are important for sure.
1: Yeah, of course. And when I do stuff through Zoom, like I see a lot of people, they're like, oh, where do you want me to record? I'm like, wherever you feel comfortable because it's through mm-hmm. Zoom. And like people have like their art pieces in the back, <laughs> yeah.
0: and yeah, they got uh, it down. That Zoom life, man. I feel like yeah. people really got their corner down uh, through the pandemic. Um, not a lot of people use it as much now, but that was my experience. But so, uh, like you mentioned, given other than the space, do you like the do you like the Zoom more or the in person more? If you uh, were to have a space,
1: I think uh, it's more. It's easier for people. Through Zoom. Right. It's it, a, lot, a lot more
0: accessible, right? Yeah. Also, I don't drive. <laughs> okay. That's well, another catch. Yeah, there you go.
1: Um, and, uh, yeah, that's something I need to work on. But one of the things is, again, having people be comfortable, you know, wherever they're at. Just kind of feel like, oh, it's just relaxed. Just right. don't worry about, like, what you say. Just know mm-hmm. that. I'm gonna be there for you, even if it's like virtual. Great. Right, yeah. um, I know some people don't like it, but it's you know the way it works. And if you do want to do a, a podcast in person, let me know and we could work something out.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Like you said, it is super accessible. I think that's one of the things that helped my podcast, our podcast, is just that like it, it's so cool. Cause again, back in the pandemic, everybody had all the time in the world, so <laughs> everybody <laughs> was just down. They're like, yeah, I got nothing to do. Shoot me the shoot me the link and. And, and we did all that stuff. And then they also had the uh, 40 minute record, more than 40 minutes of recording, which now you got a premium for But <laughs> I just figured that out <laughs> on a recent interview because apparently that's a pandemic thing, but uh, it is a lot more accessible. And again, when we started doing this sort of stuff, it was more out of uh, the guest um, request. Because they're like, can you come to the shop? Or like, oh, I really don't like doing Zoom. So we we're like, sure, you know, let's do it. And one of those, it was with Joey, funny enough, and he asked me, he's like, do you do video? And I was like, no, not really. And he's like, why? And I was like, oh, fuck, I guess I never really thought about it. So we just put up my phone <laughs> on like one of his bookshelves. And I was like, well, this is the first recording ever. And then from there we started doing video. But uh, yeah, it's, it's weird how like your podcast will evolve through like trial and error. Exactly.
1: Um, a lot of my focus is entrepreneurs, people doing something in the community. Right. So I know a lot of those people are brand new to this right. kind of world. So I know they're nervous when they see a camera <laughs> and stuff. So I'm like, let's just stick no, to audio. Let's just me, baby I, step it.
0: I get that. I get that. But it's it's the people that need a platform, right? Like that's exactly. the, you know, it's it's one of the cool conversations you get to have with people are having this no, sort of experience. And
1: what makes me happy is I always check what everybody, every previous guest, I always check the aftermath of what's they've oh, been cool. up to sometimes you know they just take a break sometimes they're already doing good, so good in life they don't really yeah. need the podcast but they came uh, purely out of being nice right. but you know when people get that platform and they you see what they're up to you see the connections that they make through me through any podcast that is that is a gift it really is yeah. seeing what the show has done for a lot of people
0: yeah it's awesome it's got to be a pretty cool pretty cool feeling And like you mentioned, a lot of times it's just meeting people, right? Like, I I feel like I used to hear that a lot of movies, like, it's about the connections. And I never really understood that sort of thing. But it it really is. Like, you get to meet really cool people. I've met a lot of great friends through the podcast, like, people that now I consider friends, that before the podcast, I would have never reached out to them, you know, or I would have never had a conversation with them. And because we have this kind of an excuse – now it's kind of like, Joey, let's go get a beer, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. It's uh, it's pretty interesting in that sense.
1: Yeah. I'll go to Barrio Logan a lot of times. Yeah. And because I do this, everybody knows who I am and right. what I do. So when I have, like, a friend come over to visit from town and they just see me walking by, everybody's shaking saying my that. hat, <laughs> saying my hand. They're like, are you, like, famous or
0: something? <laughs> Maybe here. Yeah, right? <laughs> Maybe in the town. But it's funny because San Diego is huge, right? Like, you think of San Diego and it's it, – when I was younger, I, I I make this joke a lot, but I really didn't know what was north of the eight. Like, I didn't know that that was San Diego. I thought San Diego was just like my corner, right? So, growing up and being able to drive all these places and seeing how big it really is, you're like, wow, even though it's so big, it still has these little capsules, right? Like, it has Barrio Logan, it has City Heights, it has Chula Vista. San Ysidro is its own thing, right? Like, National City is its own thing. Like, and you have pockets in between them, right? So, it's just funny. Because it is all different, but it's also all the same. And that's one of the things I like about San Diego and, or my corner of San Diego, and why I keep doing stuff like this, because there's so many cool people here.
1: Yeah, that's actually what keeps me going, honestly, uh, knowing what the show can do to people. Um, I'll share this story, I won't say any names. <laughs> okay. Um, but I had a guest, um, after this guest has appeared on the show, mm-hmm. uh, this person reached out um, mo- like a week or two later after their particular podcast appeared. And I was told that I actually saved someone from committing suicide oh, after that uh, interview happened because no one believed in that person until naturally I just reached out. At right. And I didn't even realize I did that.
0: Right. Yeah, it's, it can be crazy the um, amount of uh, input or uh, influence you can have on someone's life by just, like, reaching out and be like, hey, what's up? I you know like, what I mean? Yeah. Like, whether it's for the podcast or for anything. Like, hey, like, I really like your art. What's up? Like, what's going on with you? And that speaks volumes for the – sometimes the friends that we have, like, a simple, like, hey, like, how you doing, you know? Because sometimes – I don't know how your experience with this, but I'm horrible to my friends. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean it in the way that I just don't reach out. Like, you know, and I try to be there, but sometimes it's hard to be there. And and sometimes I feel so guilty that I haven't reached out that I don't reach out, you know, because I'm almost embarrassed that I've been so busy or that, like, maybe I'm just – I'd rather stay home kind of thing, you know? So I really have to make the effort and it's nothing against them. It's just me being nervous and anxious, but it could mean so much to, to them. You know, Yeah, mine is the
1: opposite. It's <laughs> the idea of like reaching out and I don't want to come off needy or like. I right. need to talk to. Exactly. That's that me. Too. <laughs>
0: yeah. And part of that might be that me not wanting to reach out for myself. Maybe I'll be like, oh, no, like I don't need them. But it's really me being like, "Please call me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please invite me somewhere. You know, um, yeah. That's it's a rough feeling because a lot of that you really feel like you're by yourself, and the solution to that is reaching out. You know, mm-hmm. so or I mean, not the whole solution, but it's a good step forward. Uh, but it's hard, man, and that's 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 pretty crazy. But it's good that it happened, right? Like, right. It's gotta f- give it kind of chills, though yeah
1: and uh you know for for the past two years i've been trying to use the show to help other people connect each other and you know work with each other that was the purpose and for the first time uh last month last oh no not last month uh, december um it was like the first time i ever used the show for myself to right move me towards my next goal in life my next gig my next opportunity right it's the first time i ever used it like that and yeah. it's just like i'm it's, it's time to know my worth at the same time
0: that's great man could we hear some of these next steps or yeah
1: so um for those of you who know i am a uh, part of a city heights rotaract um i worked as director of professional development that means i get people to be guest speakers for event which you could kind of put why they gave yeah. me that position <laughs> yeah, I <see> that. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I took over the role as VP currently um, I was going to be president I was like thinking about it I still may be president in July when the new year starts for City Heights yes. Rotaract but the question is am I ready for it mm. and that's something that I've been like struggling instead of just saying yes I just have to kind of like let's take a step back let's see where this goes. I can't just, like, throw all my eggs in one basket. So, I I also got to be careful with, you know, those
0: opportunities that do come up and just can't say yes to everything. (laughs) Yeah, there's, I feel like there's so many philosophies around, like, just, if there's a door open, go through it, you know, but nothing's that gray, black and white, right? Yeah, Most stuff is gray. So, and a lot of us will fall will fall on one or the other. I am more of the do it you know <laughs> kind of guy, and I know a lot of people that are more of like let's sit back and think about it. But then I can get myself into some trouble for just doing everything, and then some people can get themselves in trouble for never doing anything. You know, so it is a kind of a tricky line to thread. But, but I respect that. I respect that you give yourself sort of the I want it, but. You know what I mean? You know, because mm-hmm. it's a good challenge, and let's be honest, you probably can't kill it. You know, you're gonna do it, you're gonna kill it. But I understand that sense of like, uh, like, am I ready? Should I even start it? But yeah, but that's really cool, man. I feel like it's awesome that something like this can open your doors and be able to do different sort of things. I guess I never thought of something like that myself because my stuff i mean i work in construction i am way the hell (laughs) way the hell on the other side as far as like uh entertainment or anything like that and then there's construction tiktokers and stuff like that but (laughs) that's not my thing um but yeah i I guess it's interesting for me it's more like therapy (laughs) no same (laughs) you know what i mean for me it's very therapeutic and it's it's good to have conversations you know
1: yeah and then there's people that i'll meet and then i'm like i didn't not know that about you like can you share more and and it's cool because like you know Sometimes uh, as people, we have this tendency and maybe feeling that we talk a lot about ourselves and not giving other people a chance to. So the fact that now I'm giving people a platform, it's
0: like it's also helping me getting to know people Mm. like as individuals. Yeah. And like you mentioned, sometimes putting the camera or like the microphone in front of them or just the Mm -hmm. Zoom. Right. It does kind of give a little bit of different sense to the conversation because I'll have conversations with friends. And then i'll have them on a microphone and it's like well we didn't have the same conversation like things do change and it's interesting to see that sort of dynamic right like um well this will happen a lot with the uh, co-host um joey uh, for the other sort of segment that we have for the podcast and we'll have these like long three-hour conversations but i know that a lot of it is just messing around you know <laughs> like cracking jokes that no one else would think are funny mm-hmm. <laughs> so there is a sort of a structure but i think that that's that is good. Like, you have to have some, some sort of structure. I used to think that you you'd turn on play and just talk. <laughs> but no, you, you need you need something. You need something to sort of rely on. Right.
1: Uh, and again, back to like that conversation we had earlier about like not being super robotic. Like, okay, how do we make it feel so unscripted? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But at the same time, you know, finding your voice, finding yeah.
0: how your show works. I'm, st- I'm still on that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's because at the end of the day, and I don't know if it's the right thought, but it's like, well, it still has to be kind of entertaining. Like, Like, you, I do this because I like the conversations, but part of me, of course, still wants people to listen, right? Like, that's why I post it. Otherwise, I wouldn't post it. But, and I have, I find myself in this thing of like, well, it's not going to limit what I say or the structure I say. I'm not going to sell out or anything like that. No, no, I got that. But, you know, I also don't want to, you know, have bad audio quality, right? Like, I also don't want to not post a proper episode. I want it to make sense. You know, I want to ask good questions, right? Like if they had the, like if the audience had the person in front of them, like what would they ask? Or how would they structure the conversation? So mm-hmm. it's it's tricky. Do you
1: email people like some of the notes that you're about to talk about? No,
0: I used to. Funny enough, I used to uh, uh, send sort of a list of questions. Yeah. And be like, hey, this is kind of where I'm going. If there's not something you don't like kind of thing, then we don't have to do it. But I kind of just went like, let's meet. Yeah, <laughs> I got really cocky, so <laughs> I just went, yo, let's meet, and we'll see what happens. And I've honestly, to a lot of my fault, some of those episodes maybe could have been better if I would have had better of a structure. But you know, <laughs> that's an L I'm willing to take. No, sure.
1: I, yeah, and I think uh, we're all learning, like we said. Um, for me, um, it's just where do certain people like? Because uh, one thing that I also don't like to do is repeat people who do the same thing back to back. Like if I had um, a singer one show, yeah. I will want somebody else on a different show. Mm-hmm. And then if I get another singer, maybe move him a little bit back.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause yeah, see that's again, another conversation we just had, the strategy behind the scenes is important in that sense mm-hmm. because you're, for one, you want to be consistent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and another it's like, well, you also don't want to think like, oh, is this a singing podcast now <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we have sort of put ourselves in this sort of niche well i don't know if you feel that way but i feel like i've definitely put myself in this sort of niche that i'm very comfortable in which is san diego right yeah, it's right. the san diego niche the southern san diego niche um but yes but that's as far as i want to limit myself which is even why even our other segment is very uh political and leftist but it's also its own thing mm-hmm. like, that's why we don't do it on this one anymore <laughs> like that's its own thing and if you're interested in that you know, go listen to Working Class students. But this is South the Eight, you know. So it's good to have that sort of separation. And like you said, strategizing sometimes and just posting, you know, one week away. Like, it's not that yeah. it's not that crazy.
1: And just so I put something, just to clarify something. Um, not everybody in my show has to be from San Diego. I've had a podcaster oh, cool. from L.A. Like I said, right. Really, so really. In L.A., I've had people from Canada at some points, even the U.K. Oh, wow. So... It's um, it's always good to find those like opportunities when they they hit. So. Right.
0: No. Yeah. That, that's what I'm mm, I guess that wasn't what I'm was saying, but maybe what I meant. It's good to not narrow yourself down. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Actually, when I was working at Caffina, I'll never forget this. Um, I actually met one of my favorite authors uh, at CafeNet just oh, because they were a customer. In? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. And you should have seen me. I was just like, "Oh my God, you're this, this person," and I was like, "Can you?" Be
0: Were on they my surprised God? you uh, recognized them? Because a lot of authors, I feel like, go off of anonymity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because an author, you're not exactly seeing their picture everywhere. No, exactly. But like I was—that's awesome like, <laughs> that you recognized them. And w- what was their reaction? Was it kind of like, "Hey, we, another fan," or was it like, "Whoa, what the hell?" <laughs> uh, they definitely were like, "Hey, uh, how do you know that? Like, how do you know that?" Like, <laughs> how right? do you know about that stuff? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, we're actually fans. Uh, me um, and my partner at the time—we uh, were like big fans of you. Yeah. So when we when I brought her on the show, like she was so happy to. Uh, Julia Castro, shout out to you, <laughs> and uh, congratulations on the new baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. It, it is. It is kind of interesting sometimes the uh, the people you get to meet. Like I remember back in the day, we had a um, uh, we had someone on the podcast, uh, B side players, uh, singer, uh-huh. and it, now I see him everywhere. He's playing everywhere all the time, and I'm like, yo, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> I mean, of course, I had nothing to do with my podcast, but <laughs> it's really cool to be like, yo, I talked to that guy. That's awesome. And now he's everywhere playing all the time. You know, recording music is. It's like that's really that's really cool. Uh, to sort of see those, sort of the life outside of the podcast and inside the podcast um, but it's interesting for sure and uh, what would you say it's just kind of the next step for Cat nation students if you don't mind me asking do um, you have anything planned is there any
1: so yeah um so march 16 is the day that i uh, uh pretty much aired the very first podcast of Cat nation nice. So last year I did something called One Year of Katanation, and it was like a big reunion podcast with oh, cool. previous guests from that time. I picked three people from season one, uh, two from season two, and then one from season three, and then a secret special guest um, who I'll remember as the wild card. Uh, two of them were musical performances, the other five I interviewed. Right. So I'm actually gonna do that again.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So That's, really, that's such a cool idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, because, I mean, I guess it'd be hard for people in to understand, but like, when you do a year, you're like, holy shit, Like I have been yes. this for a year, and you do want to celebrate in some way, but that's really, that must have been really special for your fans, like, just to be able to bring that sort of stuff back, and... Like, oh,
1: I remember. I remember that guy, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's going to be really cool. That's just such a nifty idea. I've always wanted to do something um, for the year, or just like, like a special thing, but, you know, big ideas never... <laughs> yeah. something <laughs> you never so. write it down, never happened, but...
1: Uh the plan is to share that in uh um uh, every on uh, march twenty second that's gonna be two years of Catanation yeah. that i'm gonna air that particular podcast and i'm actually gonna interview um four people and then two musical performances. I have five seasons and then a spanish podcast on the side oh, wow. so I might <laughs> have one person from each <laughs> representing
0: oh wow that's cool man sounds like a sounds like a quite of an undertaking though yeah, A lot of setting up, a lot of uh, planning. Yeah,
1: so I already kind of in the back of my <laughs> knew who was going to be in that lineup. Okay, okay, So I
0: actually reached out to all of them and luckily they all said yes. <laughs> oh, perfect, and that works out. Now it's just about getting it done because, like, I mean, again, this is such a multi-level, like, process that sometimes, like, I'll get really excited. So when I sent you the message, I also, like you said, sometimes you'll throw five, five fishing canes or whatever, like, <laughs> into the water to see who who goes and we got lucky enough that a lot of the people that we sent a message to responded much like yourself. And, um, and then we were so excited and we're like, Yay, all these people said yes. And then we're like, Oh shit. Now we got it. <laughs> now we got to do it. <laughs> so now we're starting to like, put stuff uh, in the calendar and then like all right we're gonna have this person this day this other person the other day and then we're like oh wow no but we still have to like go to work and <laughs> do all this other stuff mm-hmm. so it's it's a lot but it's awesome it's awesome that you're doing it and like i said it's got to be really special for it's like two years yeah two years that's awesome man that's uh toodles to that and a ho- hopefully a lot more to come no of course. but uh anyway alex this great conversation is a lot of fun can you go ahead and uh where can we find you?
1: Where can we look you up? Yeah, so find me at We Are Catanation on Instagram, Catanation Studios. I usually post everything on there, and then uh, I have a link tree, and it'll send you to my Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Um, like I said, there's gonna be a lot of great things. Um, and uh, one thing I will say for anybody who ever appears on Catanation Studio, just you know, don't take it. Uh, you know, take advantage of this opportunity to get your voice out there, know what you want to share. And then also, you know, when you're in a podcast, it's like, okay, I'm someone's giving me a, a platform. Now, how do I go from there next? So to the people who have taken advantage of it, thank you so much for, you know, trusting me into having you in the show. And again, we're just going to keep uh, on with the show and I'm just very excited for
0: two years, three years, four years, you know, it's going to, it's going to stick around for a while. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) that's awesome alex honestly i'm really happy to hear you know everything that you've done with your project and everything that's to come you're excited and i like to see that sort of excitement because that makes me excited because she's like hell yeah we're doing this you know (laughs) like i said when i started this i really had it in my mind that there wasn't sort of this sort of community um in san diego but there is and even if it's not specific to podcasting there is so much uh platforming and so many so many artists and, and a range range of things in San Diego so I'm glad that we can explore glad we met and glad to have uh, sort of the resource you know it's cool to be able to talk to someone on a podcast without sounding weird sometimes I'll bring stuff up to friends and I'll be like what are you what are you talking about (laughs) I'm like well I guess it's harder for you to be Sympathetic when you have no idea what I'm talking about, but you get
1: it, right? Yeah, and because my show is so community based, uh, like I said, I made a lot of great
0: friends because of the (laughs) show. I really didn't think I would make so many friends. (laughs) Who knew? Trust me, it's one of the things I like because I'm like, wow, I really, I'm really glad I met you. And like, even if I was through this, like, because again, it probably wouldn't have happened, but. I'm glad I did it. But again, Alex, thank you so much for having us, too. Say thank you to Luz. I know she had to head out. but Yeah, thank you, sp- Luz. Yeah, thank you, Luz. Thank you for the space. Thank you for the conversation. And we're excited to see what you do next, Alex. Absolutely. All right, thanks again, man.